Ahoy, adventurers, and welcome aboard. I'll be your captain, Ace Diceman. With me is my first mate, Mr. Cooper. Join us as we set sail for an adventure into the wonderful world of RPGs, tabletop games, and beyond. Now let us spin you an epic tale. Mr. Cooper, I see we have precious carbo, carbo, cargo aboard today. Yes, sir. Uh, we have with us today, Crewman Kicks. Say hello, Crewman. Hello. That's Crewman Kicks. All right, lad. You are ready for a fun-filled, fun-filled adventure at sea. Your captain has apparently been in the sauce today. <laughs> All right. Well, seeing as we have a child on board, I think it's a good time to tell him about the dangers of the hag. Hags. Uh. Hags come in a variety of flavors, all of them disgusting. <laughs> but where are the sea hag, lad? Yeah, they've been known to pull. Uh, they've been known to pull a man or woman down into the depths uh, to drown. Yes, you hear tales of sirens and mermaids and and beautiful creatures, but these hags, once they shed their skin, are horrible, ugly old witches. Um, much like the tale of Hansel and Gretel, uh, that would be a fine example of. Uh, I, I want to say that would probably be a green hag, the the woodland fey hags. Um, so we've covered sea hags, green hags. Um, if you've ever had a case of the old sleep paralysis, there would be your night hags. Um, we've also well, got. Let me, let me just mention a, a bit about hags here. Hags were horrible creatures with origins in the Feywild, whose love of evil shaped their very physical image into horrible ugliness. All hags had the appearance, appearance of old female humanoids, at least in forms. Some hags usually have a strong resistance to, to magic. Hags resembled withered and emaciated crones with long, ragged hair, spotty skin covered in warts and moles, and long and thin uh, fingers tipped with razor-sharp claws. Their teeth were blackened and their breath was foul. If they wore simple clothing that was always worn out and filthy. Despite their decrepit appearance, they were surprisingly agile and su uh, supernaturally strong. Um, so, and there's actually, as you were saying, um, there's different types of subspecies. One is called the, the Anis, A-N-N-I-S, most, the most physically powerful of the hags. Then there's the Behur, B-H-E-U-R, hags who lived in cold reason, uh, regions. They had the power of winter at their disposal. Then your green hag, hags that use their magical powers to lure innocents into their traps. Uh, then hag spawn, the male product of hags mating with humans. Hanya from Karatur. Uh, the night hag, uh, hags hailing from fiend, fiendish plains. Then your sea hags, hags found along the shores of the sea. Shrieking hag, monsters that roam desolate plains of the wastelands to uh, deceive travelers. And then the sea lat, a variety of hag from uh, Zakar. So that's uh, just a little background on hags there. Yeah, I do believe there's a running joke where the, uh, the frost hag is pronounced burr hag. <laughs> I could see that. I, I, I think it was just a... Uh, uh, you know, the, the way it was spelt and, you know, everyone was going to say it a little bit differently. So they just kind of butchered it ahead of time. Um, now, the interesting thing on this is that there is a split in um, sort of the research that you do on, on a hag specifically, where uh, some of the research that I've done has said that they, they come from having fiendish plans and being evil. However, some of the other ones say that they are actually neutral rather than evil. 
in that um, they've become heavily associated with witchcraft and evil, but um, they're the two are often interchangeable. So um, possibly the way that they're perceived as evil could be due to the witchcraft that they employ. So it's kind of an, an interesting sort of dichotomy there, where it's like maybe maybe some hags are just you know old women who practice magic. Yes, but where the kindly old uh, the kindly old lady who uh, never seems to leave her cabin after dark. Yeah, are are you familiar with um with bedlams? Not or, uh, or beldams. I guess uh, beldams are often confused with hags, but I guess they're um they're more like the wicked witch of the west, something like that. They would be like the next step up from hag in terms of like magical power. No, I can't say offhand that I have ever encountered one. Yeah, I, I, I haven't either. Um, I, in, in just thinking about this, like the the couple times that I've encountered hags in game, um, definitely on the Curse of Strahd, and um, they are powerful. And it was like we were not prepared, like just going in and fighting. I think like three of our party actually died fighting these uh, three sister hags in, like, a little house. Oh, well, there's there's why. Uh, a hag one-on-one is not not unheard of. It's kind of like that would be your uh, I'd say your beginning party, probably level three, level four, that'd be your boss. But a coven of hags, when they get together, um, as you see portrayed in uh, Greek mythology with the, yep, uh, like the the fates. The fates. Once you get three hags together, they form a coven, and as long as they're within that cauldron, uh, they gain miraculous spellcasting abilities uh, more so than they could ever achieve by themselves or even as a duo. Um, and the hag coven can be formed of any three hags. They don't have to be three green, three C. Um, but normally, you probably have like your alpha hag. And it would yeah. probably be the most powerful sister. Um, and a lot of the times the hags have like granny or nanny or uh, uh, st- stuff like that for their their titles. Um, and it seems I to got, be... I got hit with something that was nasty, right? I had to make a DC... Um, a DC... Uh, it was like wisdom or intelligence uh, save or roll or something like that. And um, what happened is I... I would constantly laugh and then like the next stage after that is I I would have like haunting dreams and this was something that had to stay with my character forever. It was it was crazy. It was like one of those detrimental effects that, you know, the the roll of the dice unfortunately didn't go my way, but um it was like this lasting thing that went all the way through and followed my character even up into to higher levels. Wow, that's Yeah, it was it was rough. Just like, like I could not like even even in a long rest or something like that, I still had had issues. Yeah, I, I'd say yeah, I could definitely see where that would nightmares and dreamscapes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. yeah, I've I uh, there's a joke as a DM. Uh, I've kind of got I, I don't see. We've only played a little bit, and I don't know if you found your signature dm move yet but i am infamous for this one where the kindly old lady uh is always a bit of a red herring where it's like is this a hag is this not a hag um yeah 
and she was a fortune teller by day, and she actually had a deck of many things. Uh, it was a Halloween one shot. I can hear the listeners that, that know what the deck of many things is. Just you know, Jaws hitting the floor, and they're like, "Are you crazy? Are you insane?" Um, there was a sentient cat that had led them to. Uh, oh, what was her? What was her? It, it was something like Nanny. Nanny Num Nums by day. Um, she was the kindly old fortune teller in the town, but no one would ever go uh, to the to the to the cabin by night, um, as sickeningly sweet aromas would radiate from the cabin, and children would find it irresistible, um, often to never return. Um, and it turned out that at night she became uh, Granny Rotgums, this uh, wretched hag. Uh, and they it was a no it was christmas it was a christmas one shot and it was uh kids save santa the child uh, the players the players transformed themselves into children to lure out the crumpus in attempts to save santa and um gurgi was there they dressed him up like a child too uh for bait um and that was the thing it's like you know she she told them that they had to leave and not return after sundown you know lest they face the consequences it seems like there's always a hag or uh i built this pied piper type character who made a pact with a hag and uh i literally had to sit down and explain to my my players at the time i'm like look i swear i don't hate children i really do not <laughs> like it just seems like i do so what was the deal with that hag was it something where it's like she had two separate personalities or was she just corrupted by like moonlight or something it, it was it was kind of you know like yeah something like that where it was uh, she was good by day. There's a Magic the Gathering card um, where it, she's like uh, an old woman on one side, and then when the, the card it gets its flip effect, uh, it flips over, and she's, you know, this this hag with, like, one horn. I, I'd have to find the art for it. It was pretty crazy. Um, but that's where I get a lot of inspiration for my characters, is actually from Magic the Gathering cards have inspired many um, character ideas. Uh, like I said, the Pied Piper, there's the Piper of the Swarms, um, and like I said, that, that same hag was in there. That's actually the one that kept offering him a warlock pact. Um, so brief brief story on that. What had happened was uh, he cleared the rats out of the town. He, the townspeople accused him of bringing the rats there in the first place. Um, so this kindly baker offers him, you know, like, I'll help you get even. Um, you know, we'll we'll turn the children... Uh, we'll turn the children into rats, and then, you know, you just use your magic to lure them outside, hide them here at my cabin, and, you know, when the townspeople pay, you know, we'll bring them back. So, uh, turned them all into rats um, with this uh, cake she was giving out. Um, sure enough, you know, they turned into rats, he led them to the cabin, and she ate all the rats. Uh, wow. All the children. Um, and when he found out what he had done, you know, he immediately, uh, you know, left and, and repented for what he had done and always, always sought reconciliation for, uh, you know, he, he wasn't, he wasn't a monster. Society made him a monster. Uh, but every year on the anniversary, um, she would, she would appear to him and offer him, you know, a warlock pack, like, Hey, you know, more, more children in exchange for more power. And every year he'd turn her down, but every year it got a little more, it got a little more tempting because what, what's one more child. Um, and it was funny because one of the players actually had a very young daughter and I knew that I could manipulate 
her motherly instincts. And it was kind of, it was kind of me metagaming in a way, knowing that that was going to drive her to play her character in a more um, maternal role. But uh, we did actually have her daughter in the game as an NPC. Um, she played, uh, she played an elf druid and would carry the baby on her back, kind of like a papoose. Uh, but the deal was that you know the the child was immune to damage. We would never we would never inflict damage to the child. Um, but at no point did we say that we wouldn't kidnap the child, you know, and, and hold it for ransom. Um, yeah. But those two so. those two characters never crossed paths. But uh, again, you know, that was a way to spur her into action if there was ever a child in danger. Excuse me. She would uh she would leap forward into that. Um, oh, I I I uh, think that sounds kind of cool. Um, we, we were talking about, um, running into these things and, um, how they're definitely more, uh, powerful in threes. If, uh, anyone has played the Witcher game, there's, um, kind of a coven of hags that, um, it has an orphanage in the bog and that becomes a, a big, uh, big thing in the Witcher. Um, I mean, um, I'm just thinking of, of other movies and places of scene. I hags. got a set of minis. Um, unpainted, and it was three three hags, three different kinds of hags, um, and I actually intentionally painted them to look like the uh, actually the sculpts kind of reminded me of the Witcher build, the, the Witcher the Witcher hags a little bit. So I painted them uh, kind of in that scheme, um, and I thought, what if okay, you know, like you said, what if not all hags are evil, or what if these hags actually ran a school for witches? Um, so I, 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 I did a, I did a, a small campaign for all female players, um, and they went to a school called Evernight Academy, uh, a school for lost girls, um, where these this coven of hags would take in lost girls and train them in witchcraft. Um, at which point, the girls could form their own coven where uh, they could cast more powerful spells, working as a team. Um, and they had their cauldron spells. It was all homebrew, all homebrew. Uh, they were all the same class, but each one was had an element um, and a special power. Um, I don't know if you've watched uh, American Horror Story Coven, where each, yes. each witch had their own power. Uh, the, the, each one got one of the seven wonders or, or a gift. Um, and I played a warlock uh, named Vincent Crowley, who was very, very Dorian Gray. Um, he had been with the coven for many, many years, um, and his pact was actually with. Uh, I can hear you know the, the the satanic panic people cringing right now. The the devil, um, literally, you know, was had made a deal with the devil, um, and the price of his pact was he gave up his he gave up his vanity. Um, he wasn't allowed to have a shadow. Um, he wasn't allowed to look at his reflection. But he had that Dorian Gray painting where it aged instead of him, um, or you know, as long as the as long as the painting was kept safe, kept safe, he wouldn't age uh, either. He remained timeless as his portrait did. Um, and uh, sure enough, through snooping, the the girls uncovered his painting. Are like, hey, you know, that kind of looks like that kind of looks like you know Uncle Vincent, but he's you know this painting from you know umpteen years ago, and he's you know, he looks the same, you know, maybe it's an ancestor and, you know, when confronted about it, you know, he had fessed up and uh, he had this shadow familiar, um, which when they found out about uh, one of the girls, one of the girls was actually the daughter of the devil. Um, 
there was a fourth a fourth uh um sorry a fourth witch uh who didn't really fit in with the coven she was just kind of there to help them a little bit uh if they needed that extra that extra help um but otherwise she stayed back uh that was that was lilith um now, did you have um did you have hags in here or uh, or were they all like um like younger characters there were there were three hags. They called them the kindly ones. They were the founding oh, okay. sisters. Um, they never actually met them. There was the night mother, who was like the headmistress of the academy, um, who viewed men as inferior. In fact, you know how Vincent ended up and survived there is is still a mystery. Um, you know, a male a male warlock, a, a male witch. Like how bizarre in this school of all girls. Um, and we never got to finish, but a coven of vampires moved in next door. That was supposed to be the first fight. Um, oh. And they were explicitly told, don't let anyone in, da 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 da, da vampires next door. Well, sure enough, who, who locked themselves out but Coach Ferratu? And they're like, yeah, right. <laughs> we're letting Coach Ferratu into the, into the academy. And uh, I think one of the girls goes, he seems all right to me. <laughs> And uh, had had let him in, um, and and like I said there was there was the the cauldron actually had uh, ingredients list. There was a little bit of alchemy to the game too. Um, it just gave the girls a different take on things, and it was very laid back, uh, very fun to play. But there was a um, group of witch hunters that dressed all in crimson. Um, I forget what the name of it was. Uh, it was probably something silly like the Scarlet Alliance or something like that. Um, uh, well, that sounds like like you did what was right because you uh, you gave your players what they wanted, and uh, it's it sounds like it was a fun game. It was it was designed for the girls. It was meant to be a game of female empowerment. Um, cool. And so you know, it was it was it was that nice. And you got you got you got us look at hags a little bit. It let us view. Um, what you could kind of do is hag light as player characters. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a fate ascended, so you could do kind of as you do some sort of hag elf if you wanted. Um, okay. Or I don't see why warlocks or sorcerers couldn't have. Like, I don't see why a sorcerer couldn't have a hag bloodline. And that's the interesting thing. Uh, hold your children close, parents, because hags have been known to kidnap the children, devour them, um, and then birth a new hag baby that appears just like the baby it devoured, um, returning it to its parents, much in the way that a changeling uh, would be replaced by... Uh, some of the fae and on its 12th birthday it would become a hag um and that was one of the ways that the hags reproduced was to devour these children and then you know it it would become a hag but perhaps perhaps uh the hag had more romantic inclinations and birthed a child the normal way well look, look at it this way right um one of the one of the movies that uh, I know you love, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights, had uh, the hag, right? Latrine. Yeah, yeah, she was very hag-like. Uh, Mighty Python and the Holy Grail. Um, yeah, they 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 tried to pass her off as a hag. 
And then they have um, uh, Disney has some very famous ones. Uh, the magnificent, marvelous, mad Madam Mim. I knew that was coming. I, you beat me to it. I was thinking about it um, when I was thinking about the Hag episode. In this home. Oh yeah, definitely Hag. The, the three Hags, the three Hags, the three witches from the the Black Cauldron. Yep. Yep. The think? witch from Snow White. Yes, the witch. You're absolutely right. She yep. Poisoning um, Dahl's The Witches. Uh, it's an entire room full of hags. Um, oh, what's the Meg Mucklebone from Legend? Yep. That that was the next one I was thinking of because they even made an action figure of her. Oh, she's nasty. She is gross. Yeah, she's green. Just disgusting. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's some famous ones. Uh, the most famous one that I can think of is the, uh, the Baba Yaga, um, who lives in a house made of chicken bones. And, um, you're supposed to, I guess they, um, they would bury, um, uh, corpses, but leave their hands out so that she could come by and count their knuckle bones. It was the craziest thing. Yeah. Hocus Pocus, the three hags. Absolutely. Hag coven. Yeah. Yeah. Children eating hags, uh, or, uh, youth stealing. Oh my God. Could you imagine playing against the Sanderson sisters? <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Oh man. Gross. Oh my gosh. Now I've got that, that, uh, oh, what, what's her name? The, the least ugly of the, the blonde one. Amok, 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 amok. Yeah. Uh, was it, uh, uh, I can't think. Of Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica, yeah, Sarah Jessica from uh, D. Schneider from Twisted Sister. That's who it is. <laughs> you know, that's the interesting thing. I don't know that Maleficent counts, but um, yeah, I would, I would say probably not. But no, I think she would. Well, she doesn't eat anyone. No, but she was Faye. Um. Yeah. She was. Uh, you know what? I think it. I think it. That's an example of good. Hags, quote unquote, the, uh, the the three good fairies or whatever, and then he didn't want to invite Maleficent. Uh, almost like you know, she wasn't. She was the fourth wheel. We we got our covet. We don't need you. So uh, just just going back to the Baba Yaga, very important in uh, the history of Hellboy. Um, at one point, Hellboy actually uh, trades his eye to the Baba Yaga. That was what he had to uh, to tell them about. Many tags and nursery rhymes. Yeah, nursery rhymes, absolutely. He's a little red Robin Hood. So I, I would say that um I would say that hags are a thing to be avoided for sure. Especially if you can. Um well, any, I, any ideas like what's the best way to defeat a hag? Um well I say if they're if they're Fay and if you're playing Fay as the uh the rod iron rule, um, you know, a simple sword off with the head. Uh, should do it, um, but I think that it, you definitely don't want to fight a hag coven in their lair. Um, and you got to realize that these hags are w- working together on a thread. It, you know, it would take nothing to kind of tip the scales uh, and have the hags kind of fight amongst themselves. Um, you see it. You see it in Greek mythology where they're fighting over the eye, um, which is actually an item that they can make. They can make a hag's eye. Um, I can't yep, off the top of. Here that, um, the, uh, we have uh, magical capabilities, uh, crafting scrying devices known as hag eyes. 
Yep, there you go. So you'd you'd want to separate them from their cauldron or at least a uh, distance from each other. Um, be it you know luring luring them away, uh, uh, even as far as you know Shanghai in one of the hags, because um, once you break that coven, you know once you break that power of three, um, charmed. There you go. Uh, you know that was an example of the hag coven. While they weren't <laughs> hags themselves, um, I don't know about Shannon Doherty. She was you know, I hear she was real <laughs> treat to work with. Um, please don't sue me. <laughs> um. But uh, oh, oh, uh, um, Mr. Kicks, uh, Scooby Doo uh, and the Witch's Ghost, the um, oh, the Hex Girls. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, you know they. Um, trying to think. Uh, Black Annis or Agnes, um, one of the uh, one of the Iron Teeth hags, where uh, those are weird too, where they'll break off one of their iron teeth and give it to the child as a trinket. Um, that's just that's ooky. Yeah, it's 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 uh, gross, but that's just I don't know. I mean, hags. I mean, it's meant I think to put us at uh, sort of uneasy feeling, right? Like when they show up, you know something's going to go down, and like you had alluded to before, it's always foreshadowing. Have you yeah. ever seen The Witch, the movie? The Witch? I've not seen it. Go ahead, tell us about it. It's based off of Pilgrim times in New England. And it's all natural lighting in the movie. It looks really nice. And there's a witch in the woods who kidnaps children. And there's a goat theme in it with Ooh. black goats. That has a very big significance with witches, I believe. Not 100% sure on that, but... Well, it's, it's like a ritualistic animal and all that, but yes. it's funny because goats were not native here, so they had to come over. Yes, so, I yeah. actually have uh, I have a Black Philip Funko Pop. Um, oh, I, I found the character Black Philip too. I, I ter- uh, Tater loves the witch. Uh, she she I it's on one of our bookshelves over here somewhere. I'm trying to see if it's we have a special collection. Yeah, there it is, the witch. And it's interesting uh, that the the title of the witch is with two V's instead of a W because um, the, of the font script they use. But yeah, there's also the, um, the rabbit and something else is in there. Um, there's another animal. I, I can't the film, but I've, I've never actually seen it. It was sheep, goats and rabbits, I believe. And horses. I know they had horses cause that's all they had to move around. There's also a scene in the movie with Possession, where the witch cursed the boy, the oldest son, because she had killed the youngest son. She had cursed the boy who came in contact with her in the woods, and he eventually died while being possessed in some sort of really creepy way. Yeah, I I like... uh, uh, when, when black Philip offers the girl uh, black Philip actually offered her a pack. I think black Philip was, was a warlock patron, honestly, um, which I always thought that hags, if you're playing them, you <laughs> if you're, if you're playing the hags up with the, uh, the whole witchy thing, you know, the, the pact with the devil and, and all that, but the, that the witch was very much packed with the devil kind of deal um, to the point that he offers her uh he offers her a deal um 
what, what do you do? You see, it's, and it's so creepy. He's like, what's that like? A pretty dress? Uh, a taste of honey or, or milk or something? He offers her something. And uh, he asks if she's able to write her name. And she's like, no, I cannot. And he goes, I will, you know, very whispery, I will guide your hand. And it's like, it just freaked me right out, man. It was good movie. There you go. That'd be a nice... Uh, a nice, <laughs> a nice movie that's, for that's the. Probably a good, uh, a good companion watch for this episode is check out the witch. Yeah, I, I'll definitely. I, I need to watch that. No jump scares in it too. Jump scares bother anybody. Oh, good. There's no jump scares in the movie. The the things that's creepy about it is the eerie, widespread shots of it. You know they they tried that with that uh, Gretel and Hansel movie which came out recently. I would say avoid that one like the plague because. Uh, it was just terrible. I saw a remake of Hansel and Gretel. I don't think it was the new one, but I saw something. Yeah, it absolutely had a hag in it, but um, it had the girl from uh, It Chapter 1 and It Chapter 2, the young girl that played Beverly. She was in it. And, oh, um, they've done even a newer one, because I know there was one with the guy that played Hawkeye. Yeah, that's Hansel and Gretel, right? Uh, they were like monster hunters. Yeah. This one's called and Gretel and Hansel. Yeah. Hansel and Gretel, then there's Hansel and Gretel Get Baked, which is, you know, yeah. a completely Not different movie. And then there's one, I think, um, and please forgive me here. Um, I don't know if it was uh, a Chinese or Japanese production, uh, possibly Korean, uh, maybe Laotian. Uh, but I, I, think, I think you're right. I think it is a Korean movie. Yeah. But it's a movie those... that came out in 2013 called Hansel and Gretel. The cover art has hands and a boiler. It was more of a modern turn on it. Ooh. It was a very interesting film. Did you watch that? Yeah. My uncle got it from the dollar store, so of course. Well, the uh, the Gretel and Hansel is famous because it shows her pulling, like, what could only be seen as, like, a ponytail out of her mouth. Like, she's pulling hair out of her mouth, but it's like a ponytail. It's so skeevy. There's this image that floats around the internet, and I could not for the life of me figure out what movie it was from, and it turns out it's not from a movie. It's actually a Halloween prop um, where this ginormous hag is like snake eating this girl, and it looks like – it looks movie quality, but I say it's just a Halloween prop. It's it's a fake it's – wow. you know, of course it's a fake hag, but it's also a fake child. Um, and then there's what I think it's the taking of Deborah Logan, where she's like eating the girl in the cave too. She's got her jaw unhinged and she's trying to like eat the girl. And it's like, well, that's just terrifying. You know, it was terrifying enough. Like, uh, you know, uh, the, the younger Cooper has watched the, uh, the witch, um, which makes him cooler than you at this point. <laughs> yeah. Truman kicks is definitely cooler than me, but, um, I mean, it's something to be said about like this topic that that you chose. Um, it's there's something that is inherently scary about it because it also shows not just foreshadowing of what's going to happen, but foreshadowing of age and mortality as well. Like when you add all of those pieces in, because why are they ugly? You know, because, oh, well, this is one day what you'll turn into when you're a withered husk of a person. So I think there's that sort of dark mirror reflection piece that really makes people unsettled. I feel what's also unsettling is how sometimes in the films and in game, they will try to lure you in and make you feel safe until you, in the Hansel and Gretel movie, they poisoned the food that the old woman was offering, aka the witch, 
and she poisoned it with sleeping pills or something like that, and tried to fatten them up in a way like the nursery rhyme. Mm. So it's it's the uh, inherent human nature of don't don't trust strangers, don't talk to strangers, don't you know? Even this sweet old lady might not be what she seems. Yes. Yeah. Um. So it's it's not only it's not only um a warning for children, you know, as a way to behave. It's also parents keep an eye on your kids. Um, you know, it's, uh, they are truly the most precious of all cargo. Um, when you're gone, they're the legacy that you leave behind. Um, unless you have some sort of uh, painting that, uh, never allows you to age or, uh, an amazing, <laughs> an amazing, an amazing podcast that will fill the ears of listeners long after we're gone. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, Captain. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, um, oh gosh, I lost hold it. Hold on a second. I, I think um, I think crewman has spotted something. It's like there's a bottle washed up on the shore. What is that? A bottle washed up on the shore? Uh, Captain, I got to try to grab that with our net. I can bend down and grab it. Okay. Pass that to the captain when you're ready, crewman. Here. I thank you, lad. All right, what have we here? By the stars, it appears to be a message from our good friends over at the Mythical Meats Exotic Game. How incredibly convenient! It says, uh, "Ahoy, listeners! Use this special promo code of Neilbog15 for fifteen percent off your first order." Spell that for our listeners. That is Neilbog15. That's Goblin backwards. N I B L O G. Nope, nope. N N N I L B O G. We we have just been uh, enjoying some mythical meats today. Actually, what's your favorite crewman? Mm, basilisk. Basilisk, yeah. Um, and mine is the kraken. I got to tell you, Mr. Cooper, the lad is, is outranking you here in, in the cool points department. I think he's ready to level up. As a matter of fact, uh, we've, uh, we've had him on board, and I have just noticed the, uh, the elf ears here. Uh, Mr. Cooper, where have you been making port, good sir? <laughs> yep, yep, true. Um, you, you, are, you are half elf, right? So a half elf character, um, and... Um, he has said that he wants to be a fighter, so we're we're gonna have to class him out. Well, look at that! A, uh, a he'll have his choice of the sailor or entertainer background from tonight. Um, but of course, what, you know, would you, prefer? would you be a sailor or would you be an entertainer? I'd try my hand at sailing. Sailing, okay. Very good. Very good. Like uh, like Lord of the Rings, all the all the elves um, towards the end of their uh, lifespans decide to head off to the Grey Havens and head off uh, head off into the ocean. There's always kelp somewhere stuck in my belt. <laughs> you got some kelp in your belt. And uh, what's the weapon of choice there, Crewman Kicks? Mm, a sword or an axe. Okay, and or or an axe. Wow. Now is that a one-handed sword, two-handed sword, sword and axe, headless horseman style? Ooh. I prefer not dual wielding. I like one handed weapons. It okay. gives you more control over your movements. Nice. So it sounds like he's a like it sounds like he's a dexterous a dexterity built fighter. 
Um, yep. And with, with wanting that free hand, um, I would recommend the uh, Duelist, or I think it's Duelist fighting style. I'll have to dig my book out here and see what fighters actually have access to. Um, but with that, it's kind of like, you know, think of yourself kind of like the fencing. So he's a swashbuckler, essentially. Um, That's what I was thinking. I'm like, it, it sounds like like you're not necessarily a pirate, but you're like like a, a keen sailor who is good upon the rigging. You so know, you know who he is. Who? Indigo. Jim Hawkins. Indigo Montoya. He is very, he is coming off very indigo. The, the sailing background and, and the elf, you know, the, Can you plan that? the beautiful hair. You have to say it. Say the line. My name is Indigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> I love it, and and you're right. That's a very dexterous uh, one-handed fighter. Anybody but you see, you see, he's going to have to have a a special feat um, called not left-handed. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, that would be uh, well, that yeah, wouldn't be ambidextrous. Um, but yeah, I'll have to find the the feat there where uh, you know, maybe that's one of the the um. Say I know they get the martial fighting styles. When he gets to level three, he'll have to pick a a, a subclass of fighter. But I think you know what? I think we're gonna go uh, Spaniard. We're gonna homebrew him a we're gonna homebrew him a class there. Yeah, not left-handed. Where uh, um, switching switching to his uh, dominant hand throws the opponent off and uh, will either reduce their armor class or give him a proficiency bonus uh, with his attack rolls due to the you know catching them off guard. You know, you'd make a wonderful Dread Pirate Roberts. I do like slinging around. I've, <laughs> I climbed a lot in my past. I used to climb up all the trees, and now I just go up on the boat and set the sail. That's That sounds like a heck of a background. Um, and I mean, with, with elves, like a forest elf, that's like right there. That's That's a great start. I feel like we started something right here. That is truly epic. His first, his first tale has been told. I look forward to hearing many, many more. Indeed. Yes, yes. Uh, Indigo kicks the Hag Slayer. Ooh. You slay hags? <laughs> I don't know if I'd go near one of those. Yeah, I, I, I'd steer clear if I could. But, um, you know, you, you must uh, see the, uh, the occasional sea hag trying to climb onto the, on board. Um, I usually repel them with... Uh, some salt in the eye and uh and a good push of my broom. Oh, I uh, <laughs> I, I find I find the uh the lime to be much more effective at keeping away both the scurvy and the hag. I have hit one with an anchor in the past. Wow. Not my proudest moment, but it wasn't a bad <laughs> thing. Well, I mean she was climbing up the wrong porthole. Oh my goodness. <laughs> There was another. There was another witch, and I could not think of it. When he said the movie The Witch, I instantly thought of the one where they're turning the kids into mice with the chocolate bars. Yep, that was the uh, the witches. That scared the right out of me. Right out yeah, of me. That, that is a frightening film, and um, uh, I believe that was uh, Jim Henson's Creature Shop that that made those effects. I tell you, but, um, that's I mean, enough to make those any, are scary effects. That's enough to make any sailor's cannonballs on drop. I, I would say uh, to the listeners, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, check out The Witch. I'm going to be doing so. I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen the whole thing. But then check out The Witches. It's on Netflix currently. 
before it's gone because Netflix loves taking down movies. Ugh, they just took down Event Horizon. Ugh. No. Oh, some of the best <laughs> eye violence in cinema. <laughs> totally true. And you know who likes eating eyes? Hags. <laughs> And that's funny because he played Merlin in a movie with uh, Auntie Miv, who um, I, I don't think she was a hag per se. I definitely. <laughs> he, was, he was like a demon packed sorceress or something. You well, know? she 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 would have lured me in uh, fairly easily. <laughs> that weird voice she did, though. What was that? <laughs> like she just got done smoking <laughs> like an entire box of cartons of cigarettes like. Yeah, uh, Miranda Richardson is the uh, is the actress in that. She was uh, recently in um, uh, Good Omens, if you've seen that. Oh my gosh, I love Good Omens. Yeah, we'll uh, have to we'll have to do that one out soon. Yes, yes, uh, the Azamar, uh, uh, the Azamar and the Tiefling um, dynamic duo. I just love the back and forth of that. And I saw the one where he uh, he tells them to. Uh, to kiss off. He's like, you did not paint that this morning. Yes, I did. <laughs> I I love I love the friendship between those two. Um, you know, I I I I uh I think of you as one of my best friends, Mr. Cooper. Don't tell the other crewmates. <laughs> They'll get jealous. But you know what? I'd 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 take a I'd take a bath of holy water for you. <laughs> That was a good part. Have either of you seen the Babadook? Yes, yes, I have seen Duke. I consider that one of the closest things to a hag, because he kind of manipulated the child throughout the movie. Does he eat children? Not necessarily. He manipulates the minds of the innocent child. Mm. They read this book, and the book summons the Babadook, and there was certain sound. In the movie, the pacing was very good with the sound cues. I thought that was a very good. What about uh, Hereditary? Have you watched Hereditary? I've not, not seen that either. I've heard it's really scary. I want to see it though. <laughs> it... I've also heard it's messed up. It is. There's a scene where he's trying to get his sister to the hospital and he just goes inside and goes to sleep and the next morning you see the results of uh, him racing to the hospital and it was like, whoa! Like, you can't show that! Oh. Yeah, we'll have to watch that, maybe. So, yeah. yeah Thanks. Uh, you'll, you'll get the... Uh, a lot of homework on this episode. The, the, the couples, couples costume joke from that one. It was, it was like, man, it's like, that's just wrong. And she had this weird thing and it's like, I swear, anytime I hear somebody doing it now, it like freaks me out. Like she would make this clicking noise with her tongue, Ugh. and it's like nothing is more terrifying than you know just just it's dead quiet at night, and you know, Tater's trying to like get something off the roof of her mouth and accidentally does it, and it's like, well, did, you just, did you just do that? What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just freaks you right out, and, and that was one that that's like it. It, it, it was kind of haggy. the The grandmother was kind of haggy, um, and, and it was it was weird. I don't want to spoil it for you guys. Uh, we've already ruined enough of the witch for you with, with spoilers there. But yeah, that was that was a bit nuts. And that was another one. I'm like, you can't show that. And that's why I was shocked uh, when the lad said that he had watched it. I thought, oh my goodness, like that's 
I, I prefer a more wholesome film like uh, Pixar's Brave, where, um, you know, the, the woodcarver who was a witch, you know, was a hag. And um, she wasn't going to necessarily eat you, but she'll definitely change your destiny. Yeah, you know, uh, a, I like the just, I like the fan theory where they think that that's Boo from Monsters Inc. That's interesting, but that that would have gone backwards. Yeah, yeah, it was it was because um, she's got a drawing in the cabin that I think kind of looks like Sully, um, yeah. and the whole doors thing, like it's and, and the whole Pixar. There's a there's a theory that all Pixar movies are connected. Because there's a theory that the lizard is Andy's monster from Toy Story. Um, it just it, it all like loops or it's weird. Like like Randall. Well, yeah, yeah. It's like Andy or Sid or something. I don't know. I, that's the whole other thing. But I will I will say this one last movie I want to talk about. Um, it's an animated film called Fire and Ice, based uh, from uh, Frank Frazetta's Death Dealer. If you've ever seen that, um, it, it's animated, right? There's um, Tigra, who is uh, kind of like a scantily clad uh, uh, a princess. And um, there's this, this uh, guy who's trying to, to find her in the swamp, right? He's trying to rescue her. And she gets taken in by a kindly woman who happens to be a hag. And she has like a hag board and son. And uh, they're trying to get Tigra to like mate with the son and all that. And um, Tigra ends up killing the woman and like burning her alive. And her son rushes in to uh, get her. And uh, they just totally turn into these terrible skeletons. She's like, look, you've killed me. You've killed me. Oh, it is so creepy. And the whole thing is the animation is like rotoscoped. So it's the type of animation like He-Man, the Masters of the Universe from like back in, in the early 80s. It's insane. And it's it's very high fantasy. I, I recommend it. It's, it's one of my favorite animations. It's called Fire and Ice. Very nice. Yeah. Well, it appears it is confession time, heroes. Uh, I am not the real Dread Pirate Diceman. Um, actually, yes, I am. <laughs> I was going to make a Princess Bride joke there, but I thought, no, no, I I created the character. <laughs> it is mine. Um, but yes, we, we do have the joke uh, at the end of every episode where I tell Mr. Cooper that I will most likely kill him in the morning, but uh, uh, not tonight, not in front of his child, um, lest he seek revenge. <laughs> Isn't that always the way? I'll be gone by sundown. <laughs> that does not bode well for me. <laughs> Mutiny. <laughs> he's, he's coming for you, Mr. Cooper. <laughs> oh, I, 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 not always the way though. It's like, uh, as, as a young lad, like I always looked up to my father, uh, and I think you know, for for most young men, their first hero is their father, and there comes a waxing waning point where uh, your old man starts to exit his prime as you're entering yours, and. You know, the day that you can, the day that you can do something that your old man can't, uh, it, it feels like it should be a proud moment, but it's really a disheartening moment of, you know, kind of passing the torch, so to speak. And it's like, you know, uh, my own father, uh, you know, he's still with us. Uh, he's, he's definitely a survivor. Um, he's definitely got the toughness feet. Um, he's fallen off a ladder and punctured a lung, um, 
he's he's had a heart attack and since has changed his uh, health style. But I remember seeing him there in the hospital, um, you know, in that bed, brought low. It was like someone had shot Superman. It was like this this can't be. No, 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 no. You know, that's that's my dad. Like, and you know, there's there's always this fear in the back of my mind that you know, knowing that the day is going to come that you know. I'll, I'll be in my prime, you know, and the, the, the old man, you know, I need my help with something just like I did when I, you know, when I was a kid, you know, he, you know, he always looked out for me and, uh, you know, passed what wisdom he could and guidance. Um, uh, same with my grandfather. Um, you know, he, he's a wonderful man and, and bless his heart. He's still with us too. Um, I think he's really helped to mold me into the man that I am today. He was, you know, always family first. Um, and I, I guess that's the underlying theme of this episode too, was, you know, family. Um, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep, you gotta keep the kids close. Um, that, that eggs, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, well, I mean, eggs is, is, it's very uh, family oriented sort of, uh, I guess you'd say monster, but um if hags have any family out there. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it said in here that all the hags actually have a social network of communication with each other, and it is highly possible that every hag knows every other hag in the world. So yeah, yeah, I could. I, I could see that, you know. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of some funny, punny hag Facebook type thing, but I got, I got nothing. Hag book? Yeah, hag book. Uh, why did why did you not raven why did you not raven back (laughs) did you not get our raven (laughs) that i really want to do what we do in the shadows i really want to do an episode on vampires guillermo if he's the hag (laughs) yeah that had that had uh last last episode of the latest season uh had i haven't seen it yet i haven't seen it yet yeah. We'll get there. We will get there. Yeah. I, I'll have to rewatch it because I honestly can't remember what exactly happened. I keep getting caught up on the uh, the Nadja doll. Um, <laughs> and, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? The the psychic vampire. Oh, uh, Colin uh, Fer- not Colin Ferguson. Uh, Colin... Robinson. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's he's my favorite character. Oh my gosh, he's something else. Um, but yeah, I think I think I think they did introduce witches. Um, because I think I think actually, you know what? Um, watch it with the watch it with the lad because I think Black Phillips in it. Oh, oh, cool. I I do remember I do remember there being a talking black goat, and I couldn't remember if he called him Philip or not. Um, but uh, you'll you'll like this one. Uh. Mr. Kicks, I have a goat miniature, which I actually painted black um, for uh, my my warlock um, packed animal. I wanted Black Phillip uh, as a, as an animal companion. Well, that, that's cool. Um, I, I know um, uh, hags usually have a familiar like a, like a black cat and I know um, we, we've definitely seen the uh, the two witches when they start to uh, uh, degrade in um, Sabrina after their powers were taken away. Sabrina, the uh, the teenage witch, and 
the the chilling adventures of Sabrina and all that. I, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that as well. But um, yeah, they they had uh, Salem the Black Cat familiar, and I think um, what's his name, their nephew could uh, turn into the cat or something. I don't know, it's crazy. But yeah, they always have something like a goat, a frog, a cat, owl. There's I can't remember if it's a Tales from the Dark Side or. Uh, a twilight zone and i cannot find it but the guy goes to a prison and uh this elderly woman is like recounting a a story about a witch and she's like she had this creature that bit her between the fingers and it was supposed to be her familiar and um something happens and i think she disappears and reappears and then now she's a witch she's made a deal with the devil and she has the uh the familiar um there was a show. There was a show on Netflix or Hulu or something, and she actually hid her frog familiar in her husband's throat. Um, so it kept him silent as well as kept her familiar hidden. Um, and I can't think of the name of that show. Tatered now, but uh, I'm not going to bother her right now. She's reading. Well, maybe we can post that when we post the episode if we can uh, if we can think about that. Yeah, I I cannot remember what it's called. Um, but yeah, I said you know it's, it's there's a there's witch and hag kind of go hand in hand. Um, they really do feel synonymous with one another, and you know it's clearly there there's got to be something to be said for the old oh drag me to hell. That's the movie oh. I was thinking of. Yeah, the old gypsy Actually, woman yeah. that summoned. Yeah. Uh, oh, what what was the the Libya? Bizuzu. No, in Drag Me to Hell, she summons Lombia, the goat demon. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, she summons that, and she's very, very hag-like with that that wandering, crazy eye, and and the whole haunting the girl after the fact, and you know the the summoning of that goat demon. Um, yeah, I could not think Drag Me to Hell. That was it. Uh, but this, like I said, this show is something else. I'll figure out what in the devil that was called. Um, but yeah, with, with so many cultures having this, you know, uh, old witch woman, there's got to be some, it's either a primal fear or they have to be on to something. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's always a cauldron or, or like you said, some sort of uh, uh, seer scrying hag eye or something. Um but that's that's really cool. Well, Mr. Cooper, I do see a storm brewing. Um, I am going to uh, wrap our t- epic tale here up. I think we've covered everything we needed to. Um, we've got the young man set on uh, his own epic quest. Um, we've prepared him with plenty of knowledge to uh, either avoid the hag or become the world's greatest hag hunter uh, that has ever been seen. So, uh, with... A friend to hag. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Absolutely. Hansel and Gretel. I mean, the hag would have been fine keeping Gretel. So, you know, just <laughs> like eat boys. Well, with that being said, it's that time again, heroes. We're going to take a long rest and we'll see you on the next quest. Mr. Cooper, thank you so much for bringing uh, the lad aboard, Mr. Kicks. It was wonderful to meet you. Um, you've got a fiery passion, my lad. Thank you. All right. Good night, Mr. Coopers. Good work. Sleep well. You've earned it. We'll most likely kill hags in the morning.
As for the rest of you, be kind to yourself and each other. Good luck. Happy gaming. Ahoy there, adventurers! Are you looking to set sail on an epic adventure of your very own and hoist your own colors? Well, let me tell you about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make your very own podcast, and it's free! There's a variety of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your very own podcast right from your computer, and Anchor will even publish your podcast for you, making it available on other apps such as Spotify, iTunes, you can even extract the files and upload them to YouTube. Greetings, weary adventurer. Do ye have a taste for the exotic? Do regular snacks no longer provide the thrill ye seek? Would ye rather eat a cod piece than another boring candy bar? Then it's time for ye to sink your teeth into Mythical Meats Exotic Game Sticks. Mythical Meats offers a wide variety of exotic flavors based on creatures of legend to give ye a snack experience of epic proportions. Like it hot? Try the Spicy Creatures Sample Pack, featuring dragon, chupacabra, and werewolf. More in the mood for something a bit milder? Try the Creatures of the Sky Sample Pack, with Pegasus, Griffin, and Phoenix. Can't decide on which one you want? Why not try the Exotic Flavor Sample Pack? featuring all ten flavors so you can find your favorite. Go to mythicalmeats.com to see the full selection of flavors and place your order. All orders over $49 get free two-day shipping. Mythical Meats Exotic Game Snack Sticks. So good, they're legendary. <laughs> Greetings, adventurers. Gurky here with a very special discount code from Mythical Meats. Use code NEILBOG15 for a very special 15% off one order.